The Say Something Podcast is brought to you by a AmomentWithMorris.com and BlackBlueprints.com. That's BlackBlueprints with a Z.com. I am Jermaine Morris here with the one and only Mr. Barry Axius. Yes, sir. We are bringing you the Say Something Podcast. Say something, say something, say something. That's right. Well, we talk about everything going on out here in the traffic, everything in this world that not only myself and Barry are saying something about, but something that we feel everybody should say something about. Man, get loud and say something. Episode 22. We coming for 40. Deuce, deuce to your dome piece. Buh, buh, buh. <laughs> Bumper club. I'm feeling my reggae. <laughs> feeling my reggae tone. Everybody feeling Irie. I feeling the shatters. Get together. The shatters. <laughs> Shout out to all of my Jamaicans. Been a week since we got together. We drop new episodes every Wednesday. Shouts out to everybody that's tuning in, giving feedback. We appreciate it. Um, definitely got some great feedback on episode 21 if you haven't listened to episode 21 we got a lot of bark and no balls that's what i like to call it because you know we're talking about barkley we're talking about uh the ball family and it was funny somebody hit me on facebook and it was uh you know shouts out to uh, the queen in tennessee and she was like i didn't even really know about the ball story didn't really understand the breakdown of the ball story okay so what we do and say something we're just educating informing and just saying to you guys, if you're not saying something, you know, we're going to continue to have the same rhetoric and the same BS from people. Then that's why it's important for y'all to tune in, um, subscribe, share and give us feedback on what you want us to say. Exactly. The, you can find it typically on, on SoundCloud is where they're all loaded up to. Eventually, we'll make the shift over to iTunes, Spotify, but we'll, it'll always be on SoundCloud. Damn, we going to go big time. Yeah, yeah, man. It's all about growth. Growth and development. Oh, look at you. I mean, you know, you got the studio looking right. So I Say guess. Say something, studios. Ah. <laughs> you know, we talk about different stuff. And we appreciate the feedback, the comments, shared on Facebook, Twitter, uh, wherever. Yeah. You know, and, and but we need y'all to tune in on a regular. Yes. Straight up. Yes. Stop playing. Yes. Because you know my voice is sexy. <laughs> but you ain't gonna say yes to that, right? I'm gonna let that one. How <laughs> did I leave for the people to speak on? <laughs> no doubt. So speaking on stuff, what's happening out here? What's going on? Man, I just got back from a great moment. Uh, one of my kids graduated. Shots out to Janera. She graduated from San Diego State. Oh. That's why I take pleasure and pride of being a mentor and actually being a father to a lot of these young uh, men and women out here. And man, I've been her mentor since what sophomore year in high school okay and she got to walk that stage yo cool it's crazy didn't even get not even the, the the degree in the mail she actually got no to, she got, to got the whole three graduations cool and i'm going to the next one my other daughter uh devonna she's graduated from long beach state very nice so voice very of youth nice. we're doing our thing when it comes down to mentorship um it's powerful uh i just can't the joy that I get watching their success, at least them understanding at an early age, let me at least take care of this part of my business yeah. and then figure out my life a little bit later. But at least what I'm going to do, I'm going to come out of high school, I'm going to get focused, I'm going to go through the trials and tribulations of life in college and I'm going to make it make sense. And me being able to support, plant seeds and give money. Yeah. That's important. College folks do need money. Listen. Forget all the inspirational and motivational speeches. Sometimes I need you to hit my account. They, they need to get that laundry done. I'm just saying. Uh, need need some top ramen. Say something. Need uh, 
anybody who's got kids know if your kids you're never done say something they don't they, they may change addresses but 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 you ain't done never you know there'll be 18 19 20 21 uh swing by the house i just want to come by and say yeah. hi with a sack of laundry to do uh go walk straight to the refrigerator yeah. uh you got 20 dollars like a hole uh i'm on e no doubt. <laughs> and sometimes they just need um to feel like someone really cares because they can't come down on holidays and i don't participate in the holidays but i know me visiting them is very important yeah so we've had two college graduates uh hampton and long beach ajene dejane you know all the nays right yeah. we had that last year and this year we have a new another two college students graduating for the program which is a beautiful thing and of course we have all our, our middle school kids and high school kids will be graduating. That's always good to hear. That's always so good to hear. So I'm doing what I'm supposed to do on these streets about our children and about our youth. Because when we talk about and say something to folks who are doing stuff, because most of the focus gets to the folks who aren't. Yeah. And I think the dude who's currently leading the league and not doing what he's supposed to do is the 45th president of these here United States. <laughs> and on the Say Something podcast, we have Trump news. Yeah. And we just, we're not going to get too into it, but we have to kind of give a little bit of some info on the latest of the fuckery we call um, the president. Number 45. Yeah, he's this uh, is number 45. Stays out of pocket. Just, just stays out of pocket like a watch in the 20s. He just, <laughs> he just lay <laughs> hanging. <laughs> but you know what's funny? I think it's the arrogance of him. Okay. Uh, that we're not so used to. We're used to it on levels, of course, in, in different industries, okay. but not so much in the presidency, right? Because let's be honest, everyone, maybe except for Obama, and Obama, people will want to highlight him as being the great one. I mean, black folks want to do that, but yeah. he didn't really do that much to move black folks, but it's another story to talk about in another time. But every other president, like maybe besides Jimmy Carter, th- I mean, they never was really pushing the line for culture, pushing the line for the color folks. I mean, they did certain things, but they all had a, a racist tone to them. But it just seems like, and then had a lot of uh, uh, fuckboy uh, analogies behind them as well. I think that with this guy, Trump, he's so arrogant. He's so loose-lipped. He's so a Twitter finger happy. And he's just doing some of the most outlandish stuff that we're just finding out in real time okay. not years but in real time like in on, on a current stage yeah well i think something that would be interesting to see i think donald trump is probably one of the least racist presidents that we've had i think so and the reason why i say that is because i, I said before that that racism is the smoke classism is the fire okay he is the epitome of classism yeah so not only he may make comments about women, he may make comments about black people, Asian, um, Mexican, whatever. I think he pretty much feels the same about everybody who's not in his tax bracket. Mm. I don't think he likes middle class, middle middle Caucasian America any more or any less you got, I get, than I get. low, middle, or upper 
but it's Richard. Yeah, yeah, I just don't think he cares. That's why he yeah. put all his homies in the cabinet. Oh, he definitely. The, it's the crew. billionaire boys club. Most the, the all. I just don't think he's probably one of the least racist presidents. I just don't think he gives and, a f if you're not in his tax bracket. And let me and let me take that back because I I agree. He does come off with some racial racial undertones yeah. for sure, but there's definitely been more racist outright presidents that we've had. Way more with with the laws. The rules. Okay. I think he says out of pocket shit, but yeah. he says out of pocket shit that a lot of his rich friends are saying and they're congregating yeah. about, and he just actually says it. Yeah, I think he just believes that the people he talks about are beneath him, not yeah. because of what color they are, mm-hmm. but because of what they're quote unquote worth. Yes. So if you know, if <laughs> you don't make what I make, you don't have what I have, you can't do what I do. I don't care what color you are. You're beneath me. Yeah, you don't hold up to my standards. Yeah. So I, I so if if he's going to get any nods from yeah. me, that would be his nod. You know? No, I definitely I definitely <laughs> believe that, you know, as you broke that down and as I think, I guess you get so caught up with the race baiting that he yeah. does. So you say racism because, I mean, that's kind of like the undertone kind of phrase for yeah. him. But in reality, classism mm-hmm. is Donald Trump at his best. Yeah. As we've gotten, he is the epitome of looking out for the homie. The epitome yeah. of looking out for the homie. Yeah. You do me a favor, I'm going to do you one better. Yeah. I'm going to put you in this position. I mean, from Linda McMahon, right? Yeah, all billionaire. Right, from um, the, the the lady he got in education. Yeah, all billionaires. Right. And you you go on to the list, the laundry list of people that he's put in a position. Yeah. Sessions, right? Yeah. It's all individuals that are going to work for his best interest and ten, cover his back. Ten figures or better. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> and and, 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 like and there's no one that looks like America. It, it, it's it's a bunch of rich people that are controlling what is supposed to be a more balanced America, a more diverse America. And for what I know, I don't think everybody's walking around here superly rich in America right now. No, but like I said, with him, he, he's reached a place, like I said, it's 10 figures or better. And if you're not in that bracket, you don't you don't qualify below a billion. Cause, so you take it they had the hip-hop uh, Forbes list that came out. And Puffy's worth 810, 820 million, something like that. Jay was right behind him, but he just did the the um, Live Nation deal for 200 million. They're both both. Puffy just, still making more money than Puffy's Jay. Puffy's making more than everybody, and both floating right below a billion. Puffy hit the billion dollar mark. He still don't count. Do you know what I'm saying? Like like he hit the billionaire. That's the qualifying. Like like that's now I'm gonna start judging you. Like you don't even you don't even qualify before a billion in that group. Puffy hit a billion dollars. Sean Combs does not have a seat at the table. You know what I'm saying? Like when they start making moves and and, and government appointees and and, and federal decision being made, Puffy, Sean Carter, they do not they do not qualify. Mm. They just get to sit in the room while other people, other power players are being put in position. So, I mean, it's I think he starts being racist at billionaires. I think he's classist. <laughs> I think he's classist. It's classism to anybody who's got less than a billion, and then he becomes racist once you hit the billion dollar Man. mark. Like Oprah's not getting play 
in 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 the Trump administration. Mm. Oprah's not getting appointed to anything solid. So he becomes racist once you hit a billion. But I think that a lot of the stuff is about how we uh, perceive things. Mm-hmm. You know, about how we take in stuff and, and how we see people and what we think things are. Because uh, we talked about it briefly uh, before we started about uh, people's perception of something. Yeah. There is a terminology that is used throughout our community that is used regularly, mm-hmm. um, but inconsistently. Mm. And, and so I was posing the question, and, and I think it's something to say something about because I just don't feel like I could be the only one who has this question uh, about the concept of being conscious, mm. the concept of, of being, quote unquote, woke. Okay. Like throughout our community, we like to say that people who are, you know, conscious, you start associating um, folks who are uh, pro black just to start with. Uh, Pan-Africans, you may find, go to uh, people who are just looking for the betterment of black people, no religious ideology. Mm -hmm. Uh, You find some that may be associated with what the Black Panther Party was. You some is associated with what the Nation of Islam is. You'll find some that go all natural, take my hair weave out, take the makeup off, take the the, the fake nails and go go all natural. Uh, Brothers who like I'm swearing off pork, alcohol, and white women. you know, I'm not uh, I'm not vaccinating my children. I'm going to go to a, a you know, what I mean, there's all these different things not that my children in public school, all that yeah. stuff that, that fall into these categories. I'm living off the grid. Yeah. But but what actually definitively because that's I was confused and why I pose it and, and pose the question more a little more solid. A friend of mine had brought it to my attention. He was talking about some community stuff I done primarily a lot of it I'd done with you, Barry. And he was saying something about, you know, you, you how conscious you've gotten over the last couple of years. And I said, I don't even use that word. I said, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. I said, I, I've become, I know what conscious means by sense of just being aware. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to think I've always been aware. I just think that my priority shifted in what I decided to spend my time towards. But it wasn't, I, I did, I knew 10 years ago that being involved with the youth of the community was important. Definitely. It's just 10 years ago, you could find me in the club with a drink and a two-step. It's not that I wasn't aware that the need was there. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't a priority in my life. Mm. So when we talk about saying something to people who are who, who we call woke, people that we call conscious, like what do you think falls under those categories? Because there's a few examples we'll bring to the table because I just see so much contradiction and so much question surrounding it. I don't know. Like I'm lost to it now because at the same time. I felt that there was kind of like a defined definition. Yeah. But now I'm to the point where I really don't even want to be labeled or positioned in that category of a conscious community. Because then it all of a sudden becomes, well, you know, this is the conscious community and this is the church community and this is the... um, the ghetto community, it's always where we have to be putting ourselves in these labels. And if you don't fall into one of these brackets, well, then we don't need to talk to you about this subject when everything of that affects black. It affects all, all of, of the yeah. categories you want to put yourself under. Right. Yeah. If you're a rich Negro, eventually the poor Negroes uh, problems will affect you one way or the other because you may be one of them poor Negroes after you get rich because you're not wealthy. Right. right? So, or you may be robbed by one of the poor Negroes. Most definitely. <laughs> I mean, right? at some point, other, everybody's problem becomes it, your problem. So, 
conscious in a sense of I think understanding, and this is what I'm viewing it. Yeah. Understanding the plan of the system of white supremacy, learning about self knowledge of of history, you know, okay. and the historical um, aspects of who we really truly are. Okay. From the, 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 the motherland of Africa yeah. to understanding that it wasn't only the enslavement of the black American to consciously be identifying with the roots, right? To yeah. know that. I think that's more of the conscious, like I know my ancestors. I mean, I'm one with my ancestors. Okay. Then the level of not buying in to European philosophy. Okay. Not buying into European uh, guardian, jargon just of just uh, an immense European, I want to say European vocabulary, but just kind of the European way of living. Okay. But then it's, you have a level of consciousness, but then you have a level of ratchetness because there's so many of us that have transformed to being more consciously more woke. Yeah. That isn't really a new thing. It's pretty much an old thing that's coming back, being more popularized, because yeah. if you look at it in the earlier parts of hip hop, that's what hip hop was. Okay. Hip hop consciously knowing and understanding what's going on and not feeding the community poison, uplifting and empowering the community. Okay. Right. So just following along with that. So keep it keeping it on hip hop. So you would most people would probably say if you listen to hip hop music you would associate Nas with with being conscious or woke. Yeah, I, is that accurate? Yeah. You know, you go back, you got guys like the Poor Righteous Teachers, KRS-One, X-Clan, uh, yeah. yeah, Public Enemy. Public Enemy, that would be you, you, for the sake of purposes considered a, a woke group. I would say more or less those groups even more than Nas. Okay. But Nas just, Nas sounds good just to put so people yeah. can associate yeah. who we're talking about. Nas sounds Nas is very wise in the consciousness. Okay. But it was very street at the same time. Okay, so okay, good good point. So would an Ice Cube in NWA be any more or less quote unquote woke than a public enemy? Because now they're they're talking about what's going on and they're addressing issues from police brutality to drugs in the community to all these different things. They just do it a little more vulgar. But, Ice Cube but, after he left NWA, America's Most Wanted death certificate, very more or less conscious, um, gathered himself with a very conscious group. Joined the nation of the Islam nation. back there. So became, well, became Muslim. Yeah, and then, in that and sense, we create that with conscious, okay, you know, individuals. So I would think that has rap, and instead of glorifying the things that were glorified in NWA. Later on down the line, he was kind of magnifying it as teaching. So when America's Most Wanted, when you really listen to like Who's the Mac or the End You Love to Hate, you know, yeah. even the song America's Most Wanted, yeah. he was giving you tales, yeah. right? Tales from the, um, there was one song with Chuck D. I think these are tales from the, uh, the dark side or the crack side, one of the songs. Yeah. But I was just listening to the other day and he was educating. It was, it was more or less education on the things that were going on. So, and the reason why I use those as examples. So you would take Ice Cube, somebody of that time period, uh, who still still glorifying street life for all intents and purposes. Now, granted, he was given more education and a little more context. Yeah. 
but he didn't really switch it up. Like if you liked Ice Cube it, with N.W.A., you were still on board with Ice Cube for America's Most Wanted. He wasn't. He didn't switch it up and get X Clan. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> like, 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 like if you if you liked him in N.W.A., you you stayed with him to America's Most Wanted. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's what I mean. Not switch it up. Well, even even when you even look at it, you got to think about KRS-One. He well, was well, he was one of the major influences, I think, to a lot of the art, art, artists being as conscious. But Karis One was battle rapping, and he also talked some of that gangster well, shit. Well, the reason why I use Ice Cube is because it's the same guy who was his is he was a spokesman for St. Eyes. Yeah, you know, forty drinking. Yeah, talking that gun toting. Yeah. Though he was never in a gang and never did gang uh, direct affiliation. But you he couldn't tell a, me that. I thought exactly, Ice Cube was a killer when exactly. I heard him on I mean, NWA. Yeah, gangster, gangster. <laughs> like I mean, he was, you know, he the hardest rapper alive. Yeah, he re, he replaced, you know, terms of like blood and crib. He was just always gangster. Even yeah. when he did West Side Connection, it was the gangster, the killer, and the dope dealer. Yeah, he was the gangster. So I mean, he he. So um, the reason why I'm asking him and framing it this way is because I'm trying to. This is me more. This is me trying to understand. So this because, is a show about you. Well, because I think that I can't be the only person with these questions. You know what I'm saying? So when we as a community are are putting these labels, like if you say somebody's church folk, it's real easy to tell what a church folk is. The most definitely. You go to church all the time. Yeah. You in church circles. You do church stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're conscious and you're supposed to be, quote unquote, woke. Where well, here's, it, it, it's more um, you got your natural going. You're going to have a few dashikis. Yeah. You're going to have your unk popping off. You you know, you're going to speak the words. A little bit more eloquently, you're gonna talk that peace king, peace queen. You know, yeah. my brother, my sister. You're gonna know a lot of historical points of why we need to stay in unity. It's it's gonna be a lot of pro-black, okay. right? So those are kind of the frames. It's gonna be with your RBG colors. You're definitely gonna be with the red, black, and green for sure, okay. right? You know, you're gonna be representing your ancestors a lot more. Okay, so now that being the case, but then you drink, you uh, maybe you got a baby you ain't taking care of. Yeah. Uh, do you know what I mean? You're doing things that are that are not in alignment with that. Yeah. Does that take away any of your quote unquote wokeness? I think that with when you look at the Black Panthers, I mean they wasn't all wrapped too tight. And you can't never take anything away from them. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to, because like, I think that's where we, we where this, so part of this comes from, there's a show on Netflix right now, and it's called Dear uh, White People. Dear White People. Uh-huh. And it's based around a college, a, a college campus where there's a young, young sister who does a radio show. And that's the opening line, you know, Dear White People, you know, and, and, and she addresses different social issues and racial issues that exist on campus. And the question came up because her, she is of mixed race, mixed heritage. Uh, she was dating a white boy. So the question could be, can you be conscious? Can you be woke? Would a, could she be? Because if you saw her on campus, she was yeah. all about the natural yeah. fist in the air. Yeah. It was the red, black and green. Yeah. It was all that stuff that you would align with yeah. being woke or conscious. But she had a white boyfriend. You, you go in there, bro. You go in there. I don't know if the listeners are ready for this. So can, can, and that was the question. I, mean, I, I don't know Even if they're ready DL for this. Hughley, DL Hughley, comedian, uh, radio host, all this stuff. He just made made the posed the don't question brother. this week too. He said, "Can you be conscious? Can you be woke? If, if could a man same same thing? Could a man be conscious or woke if he's sleeping with white girls?" <laughs> I have a lot of friends on my Facebook 
that when you read their posts, you think, okay, this brother's all about the empowering of black folk. Okay. Then you see the pictures, and then you're like, this brother got a white wife. Okay. Makes kids. But that brother's talking that black power for real. I have... I don't really know because I think that the formula for being awoke, being conscious, is to definitely be with your own. Okay. I, I think it helps line up things a lot better. You know, there's there's no gray area. Yeah. And in reality, the funny thing about when brothers go outside of their own, you know, usually it's a long term relation that they've had before they've kind of woken up allegedly. Yeah. Or it could be someone that understands them, right? Okay. But then how can you be with that person saying she understands you, but then you're saying you understand the struggle of a black man and a black woman, but you're trying to uplift, but yet you're dating someone that's outside your race. And that's not saying that I'm saying, you know, black folks should just marry and date white folks. I believe that it's a point in time in your life that you should mingle with yeah. who you need to mingle with, kind of figure it all out. But for me, I like black women. Okay. And I feel there's enough of a variation of black women for me to handle. From red bone to dark to light to caramel. Whatever it is you're looking it's, for. It's the flavors of the month and it's the ice cream parlor effect. And it's no disrespect being said. I get it. But I always have to question that awoke, conscious individual yeah. when they're dealing. Because it's happening a lot more. And I'm saying, well, if this is happening where we're having more um, biracial couples, yeah. you know, multicultural all couples, stuff, yeah. all that stuff, right? Well, how are we still spinning in conversation and we're still dealing with the, the wrath of racism? Like, what are you guys doing? Are you guys sitting in your crib talking about it or is this kind of like something that doesn't happen? Like, when you're posting and you're degrading her people yeah. and she like yeah or is he like yeah, yeah. like what is your spouse saying or is it, or, or is it oh uh, he just talking that mess again i'm just saying you know what I mean? like <laughs> how really true are you to the empowerment of us as people because a lot of what we say is don't tell me show me okay so the example of showing me you will see me barry axius with sisters you will see barry axius i got white friends but I'm not going to be in a situation where you're going to catch me in a Hollywood shuffle with a white woman, right? I'm okay. not going to be in no zone where it's like, oh yeah, I'm dating. I've had that moment, and I'm over it. Okay. This is what I'm. Uh, this is what I'm on because I want to show black love as much as I possibly can, okay. or just show black men, black women. Because now what you're seeing is black women, white men, white men, black women, or everything else. And then some people will say, well. If I'm dealing with a, a Asian or a Latino who kind of can maybe understand the struggle for yeah. being a person of color, huh, I still kind of am like, I don't know about that either. Okay, so 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 take it in that. So one of the things that hit the news of this past year, who for, throughout her entire professional career would be labeled as, quote unquote, quote, quote unquote, conscious. It's Serena Williams. Throughout her entire her career, oh. you know, from winning the the, the open and sea walking on the court, oh. from always showing up for issues when it pertained to to black people and black women, who 
pretty much solid was 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 deemed within the community as being an aware sister to to what's going on. Like she knew firsthand the 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 systemic issues of racism because she picked tennis as a sport. Yeah, you know, one where we're not represented in, with the exception all. of her sister. Uh, Venus and she dominated. Yeah, so she she would get firsthand what that looks like and from linked to, to a Drake or to a common or whatever that seemed like okay Serena now pregnant go marry a white dude and it made the young black brothers upset So now does so because of her choice of mate does that in any way change negate or alter her view? Like, are you less woke now? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, is I'm not saying that you're less woke, but I mean... Not I her mean, specifically, but that is I, an example. I, I, yeah, exactly. That's a perfect example. Beautiful example. I just don't... What's the conversation like? That's what I want to know. I mean, does your spouse feel that same way? Because I think we all have a sense of loyalty to our own race. Yeah. I like to say race first. I mean, it's a, it's a slogan. It's an old slogan, but it's being said... But every day, people, they practice race first. Yeah. The only thing about black folk is we have to say it, and it's rarely practiced, where others don't have to say it. They just do it. Yeah, something that uh, David Banner had brought up recently. And I got a lot of respect for that brother, for his transition from when he came out from the Like a Pimp to where he's at now with the God Box. Like, yeah. he's, just, he's just a lot of transition and a yeah, lot of evolution. And, and, and it's powerful. At the same time, the way I look at it, is you have a, a woman like Serena that unfortunately, uh, really unfortunately, you just named a list of guys, and we don't know if it was her, if it was him, but something was going on to where Serena, the queen she is, didn't feel like she was being treated the way she needed to be treated, and she went on and found to the a man white guy. that treated her the just way she like did. Eve. Eve, yeah. Also, the pit bull in a skirt. Got a billionaire boys club. Man. Just like Janet Jackson. Got a big wait. Yeah, Middle Eastern. Doesn't matter. No, 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 no. He ain't black. Oh, and oh, we can argue. You, 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 Middle Eastern is a little. Yeah, can, it's a lot closer. Uh, but he if ain't. If you of African descent, you are probably semi of Arab yeah, descent we, as and, well. And, and but, we, but all falls, all trails fall back to Africa. Yeah. But I'm saying he's just not. Our skin tone, he's not black African yeah. in that sense. Yeah. And then we can also say um, Miss Halle Berry. Okay, see, now that's different. And, and the reason why I, I make the Halle Berry difference is more closer to the girl from the TV program because Halle's half white. So if you... Oh, you look at Halle, you wouldn't even no, no, but, tell that. But she knew that growing up. So because you make... It's the same reference to that, that character on the show as well as like a Jesse Williams. If you grew up in a household... Mm-hmm. Where one parent is one thing and the other parent is if, if if your dad is white and your mom is black, but you look black at all in all intents and purposes in society, but you grew up with the blueprint of how the man that you're going to find is white mm-hmm. to then go out and get a white man. Is that being less aware or think, less conscious? Because that's the more your a woman's first blueprint for her man is her father. I get I hear that in a simple fact, but at the same time. Like with just just speaking on Halle Berry, I think that so many black men and even going to Serena, I think so many black men and we're talking about prominent from David Justice to Wesley Snipes to Eddie Murphy's dudes with money, dudes with paper, dudes, dudes that was established. And when they were rocking, and they field, were they, they, they were at top the top of, the, of their, their game, you know. Fields, yeah. Um, 
that and even her her husband Eric, you know what I'm saying, Bonet, Bonet. who who basically recognizing her and his fear. Gene Louise, he was you know hitting everything. It was a sex addict. That's what his excuse. I got you know what I mean. I, I, I know somebody who tours with him. Okay, hey, I can't hey. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. I got to do what I got to do, yeah. Ali. So I think sometimes from the pain and the affliction of feeling so low and not feeling like they were adequate enough that their options being successful that they can pick and choose and say you know what instead of going and finding brothers like us because we are available um they said you know we're gonna go outside of the box but still in the same tax bracket yeah. and we go find well, they all guys. upgraded tax bracket yeah so even serena Dude is the guy who runs a uh, Reddit. Oh yeah, they got yeah, 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 yeah. She Eve's dude's a, a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. They they all they're straight on the paper side of the game. So I I don't know on a level of understanding, but it's just like church. We all believe that there's something that's moving this. Okay. But we can't agree on what it's actually moving. Okay. So so church. Good 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 segue of the same philosophy. Because if the people of the quote-unquote conscious woke community will associate Christianity, Catholicism, uh, whatever, all the sub-branches of Christianity, whether it be Catholic, Presbyterian, Baptist, Methodist, whatever, all under the same umbrella, as alignment with European thinking, philosophy, and ways. So you can't be quote-unquote conscious or woke if you're still praying to white Jesus. So if, <laughs> if, if, if that's the running model... I don't know anybody who would look at Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and say he wasn't conscious or that he wasn't woke, but he was a Baptist minister. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. where, where, and it was white Jesus on the wall. So I'm saying, so where do we, you, you, you see where I'm personally having, I'm looking like the Riddler, just, just all these question marks over here about, you know, what is it that we're trying to say and, and, and what is it that we're trying to follow? I, I mean, I feel like in a sense of that being how you broke it down and in a scope of looking at it, what does it look like? Because, again, when you talk about Martin Luther King, he also was a womanizer. Exactly. So I'm saying who if you said on paper, name the most conscious woke about that life, about his people, brothers, you're going to get Marcus Garvey, you're going to get Malcolm X. You gonna get Martin? Luther. You ain't gonna get too many people down before you get to MLK. Mm -hmm. If you don't start with him, you only go in two or three deep on the on the list. Martin's staying in rotation. Yeah. When you talk about who are the most woke, conscious, aware brothers and about his people, but if you got a guy who's a Baptist minister who's still praying to white Jesus, who's womanizing and, and cheating in the streets, how is that in alignment black, with consciousness? Black and white woman. I I just I guess. I that's why I have said for myself, please don't put me in none of these boxes. Yeah, because I don't want I don't have time for it. I'm not who you want me to be because I still have a lot of what I used to be in me. Yeah, I might not um tap into that that sector. Okay, but at the same time, I come from doing a lot of street shit. I'll never call myself a street Negro, but yeah. I was doing a lot of street shit. Right. Okay. But I'll never call myself a thug. But I was doing a lot of thug shit, right? Okay. But I'm not gonna ever call. I won't. I couldn't promote myself like Tupac was promoting thug life, right? Yeah. It it was like thuggery embodied me. I hung out with gangsters. I hung out with thug. Even with being allegedly a gangster, right? When I was doing gangster shit, 
I would never label myself. So when I was getting to that point of trying to figure it out, just like you're saying, well, what is this consciousness mean? Okay, yeah. I'm awoke and I understand what the plan of the man is and what the man is trying to do to uh, dissemble us as a community. So I, I'm aware of that. Yeah. But how can I still really be truly this conscious individual that I know they've defined if I still have a lot of work to do, right? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So Nino Brown was conscious. He was aware of how the system worked, how to <laughs> tap into his people. I don't know you. Uh, you no, 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 no. Okay. Follow me. Follow me. I'm going to follow you. I don't know so if I'm going to follow you to the yellow so, rope. So if you took the character Nino Brown from New Jack City, was aware of the the movements of the people where he was around. Okay. He became aware of how to play the system because when he eventually got caught up and went to court, he flipped that whole script. No, nah, it wasn't me. It was the light-skinned brother <laughs> from the bank. Like, he knew how to take pleas. He knew how the system worked. He knew how to manipulate it. He knew how to ride the ways and the angles. And he knew how to get over on folks. Yeah. Like, he was very well aware. Yeah. He, he, you know what I'm saying? He, he was very well aware of how everything around him was moving and working. That would make him conscious. But there's nobody who would say, Nino Brown is a brother in the conscious community. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I think you're really breaking it down to levels that people don't really look at it. And when I look at it, that's why when I, I I can't knock people for loving who they love, but then I have to sit there and I have to ask them, yeah. so where are we really going with this true black power stuff if you're dating a white woman or you're dating a white man or you know, you're know dating someone outside of our race? But that's not me being prejudiced. I'm just asking, asking that question. question. Okay. Then, well, go ahead. Then, then another situation is when you get into these European holidays, right? Okay. Individuals, we go right here. Well, before we go too deep on the holidays, there's something I want to ask you about okay, the relationship. Okay, so if you, if it comes to the point to where you find out brother or sister has been in the streets, yeah, get five, ten years strong, you know, Black Panther Party, like giving breakfast to the kids to make sure they got food in their stomach to go to school, mm -hmm. you know, at the school board meetings talking about. You know, the curriculum that's involved with these kids and making sure that there's a better representation of themselves. They're involved in the community whenever there's a tragedy, as well as bringing opportunity to avoid tragedies. Mm -hmm. You find that they're deep in the street, pro-black, pro the dashikis, the whole nine. Then you find out that they're sleeping with somebody of a other race. Does that negate the work they put in? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it, it, they're not out there on front street. They're not out there walking hand in hand. Maybe not because they're hiding it. Maybe they don't walk out with anybody. They're just private people. Mm -hmm. And you find out she's, you know, she got Chad, you know, at the house. <laughs> he, he got Sally at the crib. Yeah. But they put in the work in the streets. Okay. But there's this one part about them that does not fall in alignment. Does that change the narrative of what they're doing to being woke or being conscious? I think that the way I see it is. Everybody got a little bit of dirt on them. Everybody okay. got a little situation that, you know, might be questionable. Okay. But if they're putting in real work, and I like I said, I go back to the Black Panthers. The Black Panthers weren't shining darlings. Yeah. I mean, it was robbing drug dealers. And they were shooting at cops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, they got thuggy. But at the same time, I will look at someone doing more good than harm okay. if that's what they're doing. Compared to them just rhetoric all day long rhetoric all day long shouting on facebook as if they are 
about that life when in true reality they're not. That's why I'm using the example of the people out there because that and and uh, uh, like you say, uh, keeping with alignment is the Colin Kaepernick situation. Mm. So he took the knee. He was you know protesting police brutality. He was he was the face of the franchise when it came to making change and, and addressing mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Then as he announces that I'm no longer gonna take the knee. Everybody was like, you know, all oh, fake protest. You ain't really about it. But in this off time, he's still been more active because he didn't have a team to report to. Mm-hmm. Like Kaepernick been in the streets, boots to the ground, donating his time, donating his resources, donating his money, linking people up, helping out kids, all the whole nine. So now he's got an opportunity to go interview or talk with Pete Carroll of the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. That may or may not turn into something. They're going to talk to him and talk to RG3. Because they both seem to make sense as a backup for Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. That that and uh, Carroll likes his guys bigger, yeah. so Kaepernick seems to be a better better fit. So if he gets back in the game and he's no longer taking the knee, does that one behavior offset his consciousness, his awareness, his quote unquote wokeness to the community? Because he's no longer taking the knee and he's back in the NFL. I think honestly that. First of all, with Kaepernick, I have a few different things to say about that. I think with Cap, I applaud everything he's done. I applaud the stand. The fact that he's being blackballed by the NFL is hideous. But the simple fact that I think that he was someone that nobody felt that they wanted to touch, right? Because if you touch him, right, off top, you are going to get repercussions that I don't think any team wanted to deal with. So they'll wait it out. Carol's he's got Richard Sherman, oh, Cam man, Chancellor, so, so, he had Lynch. But he's, it's he's, now, but he's now more open it's, to it's, that. it's time because it's like you're not going to get the money that you expect. Yeah. Um, you know, you see what's going on in the trend of quarterbacks retiring yeah. or going into um uh you know being announcers and Rumble analysts, and right? Whatever. And all them, yeah. So now you will take a gamble because he's not going to ask for probably as much as he was asking for in the beginning. Yeah. At the same time, I can't get upset or mad about Kaepernick wanting to um, get paid because he still needs to get money to do the things that he needs to do to fight. That's the whole thing I think that happens to a lot of the movements. We move without paper. We run, so, run out of funding. So indeed. when we run out of funding, right, then movement over. The movement's done. <laughs> and yeah. at the end of the day, as much as people want to say about conscious, niggas still need to get money to pay bills. Yeah. Unless you go off the grid, which is highly unlikely, you're still going to have to go somewhere to get your food. You're still going to have to go somewhere to 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 uh, pay a light bill. You're still going to have to go somewhere to uh, drive a car, pay for gas. You're going to have to go somewhere. So let's say Kaepernick's issue is not about money. It's just that he's still a young man. He's had a a lifelong dream of being an NFL quarterback. Say he's got his finances set up to the sense of he's like, I can do this in the community. I can help out, but I'm never going to be broke again. Like maybe he's just smart with his money. Don't know the man, but let's just, for the sake of discussion, give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. He wants to go to Seattle and take that opportunity if it's presented just to be in the game. Now, granted, of course, he'll get a paycheck to play, but he just, he's that dude that football is his life. Like, he's that dude that he, since he was nine, dreamed of being an NFL player. Mm-hmm. So he wants back in the game to be in the game. Does that change that mentality at all? Does that change that 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 thought about him? I think that in a reality that, first of all, his awakeness, yeah, his wokeness, <laughs> his, his, his woke. 
I stay woke. That's why yeah, I yeah, stay, woke. stay woke. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It happened in a moment where I think that he was just thrusted out there. Yeah. And I think he was talking about it with a lot of his friends. And we spoke about yeah. it before. And it was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Y'all with me? And it's like, yeah, we with you. And as soon as that backlash came in, a lot of the cats jumped off. Oh, you heard it. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, I'm only with you to a certain I'm degree. With you in spirit. Right? I'm with, definitely, I'm with you with I'm the, with in, you in, in spirit. spirit. So in a sense of him coming back, you got to understand that a brother still needs to get paid. I don't really like the fact that he's backing away from the kneeling, but I can say one thing that he stuck to his guns about actually doing the work. See, because that to me, that's where I'm with you. I agree because I don't really care so much about the kneel. I care about the fact that he's getting food to elderly. I care that he's putting clothes and backpacks in the hands of, of school kids. I care that he's getting after school programs in some harder areas where kids need outlets and resources. That to me, I care about. Like the fact is, that if this grown ass man chooses to stand or kneel on a Sunday morning really means nothing to me, because if had he just done the kneeling and said, I'm going to kneel this out and didn't do any of the other stuff, I wouldn't give two F's about him taking a knee. Mm. You know, but the fact that all the other stuff he does, I'm I, I'm not offset by him standing because he's doing all the work. So maybe that's where I'm at because to me, the way I see it, a guy who does all the footwork, all the legwork, gives up his own time, his own money, all that, but now chooses to stand, to me is just as conscious or just as woke as the same as a man or woman who put 10 years in the street, you know, doing everything in the community and then find out they got Chad or Becky at the house. Well, let's be... Let, let's, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're, they're not less to me because of that. But let's be clear. How many of the so-called conscious Negroes is really actually putting a lot of the work that needs to be done besides just getting on um, YouTubes or speaking lectures and talking about the good play of what they should do and yeah. what we should be doing and actually practicing and putting it into action? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's look at that on the framework. And it's not knocking anybody, but a lot of these Negroes have got a lot of dough off of the fact that this word conscious has become... Uh, a go-to word has been uh, tagged as, well, here's are the levels of it. And now with that level, I'm going to get paid. Because what I look at is, is that conscious became a synonym for blackness. So your, your degree of consciousness is a question of your degree of blackness. So if you're, you know what I mean? Like the, we know what we talk about when we say that, you know, he black, but because we do that, that, that typecast and stereotyping, all, all, all that stuff, just like every other group does. Yeah. He black, but he ain't black, black. He ain't black, black. <laughs> you know, we always double up on the word, you know. He black, but he ain't black, black. You know, he like Don Lemon, yeah, black. Yeah. He like Carlton, black. There he ain't like, you know, like he's, you know, we do that sort of stupid stuff. As if when you get pulled over at the two in the morning, there's a difference between how black you are. Exactly. <laughs> if you think uh, Tretch and Don Lemon is getting treated differently on the side of the road at two in the a.m., you lost your mind. Uh, but so when we start doing that to each other, you know, questioning each other's blackness, like what does that really do to us? Like how damaging is that to us when we start saying that because you got you live in a suburb. You're, you're a second generation suburban kid. Mm. So it's not like you grew up in the hood and the projects and then ran away to the suburbs. Yeah. Your mother or, or or father started off on Struggle Street, figured something out, yeah. 
moved to a better neighborhood because they didn't want them problems for their kids. You've grown up with nothing but white and Asian neighbors. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like your whole life, every classroom you had, you were the only black kid in there. So when it comes prom time, when it comes, you know, junior prom, whatever it is, senior prom, or you're now going to college, getting engaged, you end up with Chad or Becky <laughs> because that's your environment. That's, what you that's who you're around. That's what you Does see. that make you less black, less woke? Less conscious? That's a difficult question because at the end of the day, I, I hate the fact that black folks, we're so ignorant to the fact that education and being smart is something that we should celebrate. We almost celebrate ignorance more than we celebrate education, more than we celebrate a young man that's articulate. It's like you almost have to dumb yourself down to be, to to be accepted. Pockets, to be accepted. It's yeah. just like you're not black because I'm you're not from the hood. Or when brothers be rocking around and sisters from I'm from Oakland or I'm from New York or like well what does that mean I'm from the Bronx okay you from the Bronx you from the Bronx but I know about the Bronx but what about you yeah like you can knuckle up are you hard are you that person are you that guy are you yeah. I mean are you really about that life no you're not so I think that we use that to break ourselves down yeah. internally and then it plays out that we're just trying to find what is truly blackness. So when we talk about this conscious, yeah. then we're trying to figure out this conscious is a new level of blackness, as you said, because now we want to put labeled, I'm conscious, that means I'm super black. I'm pro-black. But in the same sense, it's exactly what it is. You're awake to things. But that doesn't mean that you're going to have all the shea butter. That doesn't mean you're going to have all the ums. That means... That doesn't mean you have all the ancestors phrase or, or, or speaking yeah. the different dialects. Walk around quoting Frank <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. You know, so I think that when we look at it from the framework of it, we play ourselves by always trying to label ourselves and yeah. not just allowing ourselves to be like, yes, I'm a woke person. I'm conscious of of what is going on and what I need to do in my community to build up our community. Yeah. Not the simple fact that I know the Egyptian and um, manuscripts from. Yeah. 2000 BC. Like, I've never seen Dr. Claude Anderson in a dashiki. But if I was going to say one of the most conscious and aware brothers of the systemic issues that plague black Americans economically, socially, education system, to the political system, that brother is extremely enlightened and extremely, quote unquote, whoa. I ain't never seen that brother in less than a, in a shirt and tie. So, you know what I mean? So, like, that mentality of you got to walk around dressed like this or speaking like this, that in some way validates your blackness is why I always I go to the phrase, I said racism is the smoke, but classism is the fire. We have a classist society amongst ourselves that when we say you're not woke or you're not conscious or you're not as awake or not as conscious as I am, that's a class system. Mm. That That's saying that I am some way better than you. Because I do this, but you don't. Okay, so you 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 got the unk, you got the dashiki, you the shea butter, hotep brother, all, all the stuff that the brother Umar be calling these folks out for. But you got three kids you don't take care of. Mm -hmm. Now you got three kids you don't take care of. She got a white boyfriend. Mm. You more black than her? Ah. <sighs> You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's just, it just, I hope and I, I pray that these relationships, because again, I'm, I can't knock people. I try to, as much as I possibly can, 
judge people on character. Yes. Not race, not skin color. But at the same time, I know that at the end of the day, I want my people to be hit the head start, right? Yes. That's not knocking anybody else. That's just saying that this is my skin color. I see that's the team you, I play for. Brother, that's the team I play for, right? So it's not it shouldn't be a thing to where people are so like, oh my God, you're just such a pro black. Pro black does not mean anti anything. It just means I'm for my people first. That's that was the thing I was thinking of with uh, David Banner when he was talking and he was saying I they they addressing him, he said he said, I used to speak on racism. I don't speak on racism anymore. He said, I'll speak on white supremacy which is the systemic problem that plagues my people in the sense of, you know, laws that are put in place, policies that incarcerate, that don't teach my kids properly that. He said, but racism is just simply race is just the root word. Isterism is just a continuation of that root word. He said, if you're white, you're supposed to be racist. He said, I'm not mad at white people for being racist. You're supposed to be. And I look at that, too. If there's a thousand people in the room, you got a hundred white people, hundred black people, hundred Mexicans, hundred Asians, whatever. And there's some disease that comes through and the white person has the vaccine, but only a hundred doses. There's a thousand people and a hundred of each group. His thought process should the hundred white people should get the hundred doses. They're the same that if you got the, the, the vaccine and there's a thousand people in the room and you like there's a hundred doses, there's a hundred black people. I'm giving it to these hundred black people first. And the rest of y'all gonna have to figure it out. I, you know, but just 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 sitting with that. If that's your thought process, then that's then I can see it. He said his issue was. He said my issue is not that white people are racist. He said my issue is that black people aren't. That white people put white people first, as in who can get a shot for a job, who can get an opportunity for this, who can get a leg up for that. He said we're the only people that don't. We put everybody else ahead of us and we pull each other back. He said, I'm not mad at the white man for being racist. I'm mad at black people for not being racist. Well, I mean, I could I disagree with that that idea. I, I understand where he's coming from on that point, but at the same time, if we're judging on character, I mean, I've had I've never had a white person pull a gun on me, but I had a black person. Yeah. Now white folks systematically do the a lot more and and unfortunately, because of what has been created, it created that brother to do what he did to me. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that. But in the same time, I would love. And the reason why I'm this way, because it's the, the, the belly of the beast. Okay. Kill or be killed. I know what it is. Right. It is that the framework of America was created off racism. Right. It, it was created off of and, uh, you know, people feeling inferior and domination. So in a sense where I'm looking at who are my allies, of course I want to say that this black guy, this black woman is my ally. But in reality, I would much rather base it on character because I've also had a lot of Caucasians, Latinos, uh, Asians that I've had great relationships that with help that out. have helped me out have the a lot more, yeah. a lot more than my fellow brother and sister. So sometimes when we're going back to, well, why are some of our people picking other cultures? It's because of the way they've been treated by their own. That's why I can't really knock it. I always try to figure it out. Like, well, what happened? You couldn't wait it out. If we're we're, 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 if we're rounding about and we're talking about some of these high profile celebrities with 
had the pickings of whatever they wanted. Like, you know yeah. what? If Serena came and knocked on my door, whoever I'm dating at that time, I'm sorry. I'm going with Serena yeah. <laughs> because the options just look better, right? But they chose to say, I'm going to keep it as black as possible. But after a while, it's like, you don't want to settle down. You don't want to have no kid. You don't want to claim me as your own, yeah. whatever. I'm going to move to what is making me feel like empowered. It's making me feel like I'm a woman, making me feel like I'm a man. So in that precinct, I'm thinking in the mind of, well, where are we at with this? I would rather always deal with people on character than anything else. Okay, stay right there, but but widen it out. So we're not talking about a black man dealing with a black woman, black woman, black man in a relationship. Keeping that philosophy for business. So when we start widening that out, so if you've got a brother or sister whose business ventures, whose their economic side is dealing with other cultures for that same reason. So maybe the, the community that they go to, to other brothers and sisters to try to let's get this investment stuff going. Let's look at these buildings and they just and they, they're not getting the relationship that they want. So they go to the Middle Eastern dude. So they go to the Asian dude. So they go to the Latino, they go to the Caucasian and they start doing their business, their commerce and their exchange there. Is it this? Are you less woke because you spending your dollars and empowering other communities for the same reason why you ended up with a Mexican or, or, or a white dude? Because the relationship you were looking for, you couldn't find with your own people, but you found it over here. Does that have anything to do with your level of quote unquote consciousness, connectivity or wokeness? I don't believe it did because I had a, con a conversation with a brother, very prominent brother in a, the alleged conscious community. And he said, I asked him, I said, would you take any money from a white person? They said, no. I said, why? He said, because then they would control it. And my thing is like, so you get a check from a white person and they have no string attached. Here's your money. Here's money. I love what you're doing. Yeah. I want to take it. I'm thinking in my head like, well, I would take it. Yeah. You know what I mean? My, that's my my prerogative is money. Only color of money is green, right? Yeah. Okay. So in that sense, now when it plays into the control aspect, and we've yeah. talked about it, I hate the fact that we don't control hip hop music. Yeah. I hate that. It's about allowing people to help the process but not allowing people to control the process. Yeah. That becomes the issue. But in the scheme of things, if black folks would consume just as much as they consume everyone else, yeah. and have become the greatest consumer for black folks and black product, we would have no issues on um, bargaining and, and, and profiting off the things that we have yeah. or controlling the things that we create. But we don't. We always want to go outside. So Javier can come to our neighborhood and he can set up a nice little liquor store, a, a, a taco stand and make money okay. where I can open up a soul food restaurant. And guess what? I'm going to have every single Negro telling me about why my macaroni cheese don't taste like their grandma and won't support exactly. and not be closed in three days. Exactly. So, so say you find a brother who's got commercial buildings in, in a predominantly black area. And he's like, look, who's looking for black businesses in this area? And none of us are ready to go for whatever reason. So he says, look, I'm trying to get my paper. I didn't just get these buildings just to sit here and collect dust. So Javier got three businesses, him and his cousins and some friends. They've got businesses that they want to put in these buildings. 
I'm going to lease them to them. So now in this community that's predominantly black, Javier got his spots all up in here. You know what I'm saying? Does does I'm, I'm what I, that's what I'm asking? Does that type of stuff change any of that narrative on how you know? Wait, man, you you, you put the Mexicans up in here, yeah, because well, y'all wasn't ready to go. Does I mean, that that's change? Gonna, but that, that that's going to be a, the forever battle for Black folks, right? And that's why we got to get away from the labels and we got to get away from these titles, and we got to understand. Let's it's race first. You know what? <laughs> if we want to do things better, if we want to be in a position of power, and if we want people to take us seriously and respect us, people don't even respect black folk or fear black folk like they used to. But back in the days, I I would say, coming up from the time where I was around, yes, old lady, hide your purse. You can't come into this neighborhood. Yeah. Now, that the way they try to create that narrative as it's the same, it's not the same. Yeah. Black folks are not feared like that. Black folks fear black folks in their community more than outside. Understand what I'm saying? Like outside folks don't fear us like that. We fear each other in our own communities more than anything. Outside used to be like, wow, we don't want to. Now they can gradually come into our community and come out. We ain't gonna do nothing. But we'll do something to our own. Oh yeah. The fact of the matter is, you. uh, I mean, you can go to any most part any anywhere America where it's a predominantly black area, and you recognize the backlash if you put your hands on one of the little blonde hairs. Man. What What's gonna happen? Man. So yeah. And it's and and most of the communities are gentrified. So in reality, I feel like what we have to do, we have to pick up the pieces. We have to really generate a, 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 an avenue of trust and responsibility and accountability so that we can move it and not label ourselves anything. Conscious is awakening, understanding that we have to do better for our people, bottom line. Because I think that the stuff that we talk about that we need to really stress is that we are in this together yes and finding all of these different labels different subgroups different ways to divide us is what's been the problem that has plagued us since we've been here Mm -hmm. and that the idea of how aware you are to a situation or how awoke you are to what's happening is really irrelevant if you're not taking action to do something to fix the problems that you are aware and that you see with your own two eyes so when we see all these things and how awake you are and how aware you are and how uh, conscious you are, which is a, a being of enlightenment to the situation, surroundings and energies around you. If your whole focus is the label of how conscious you are, but the boots aren't touching the ground, the hands aren't touching the flesh and the actions are not being made to make the situation better. You may not be as awake as you say you are. I definitely agree with that. So I think that that's stuff that we not only need to be action orientated about, but it's definitely something we got to say something about. Definitely say something. I'm Jermaine Morris here with the one and only Mr. Barry Axius. Yes, sir. Wake yourself up. Stay woke. <laughs> Where can folks find you online to keep up with this titillating conversation? Uh, Barry Axius on Facebook, Barry Axius on Twitter and at Instagram, Team Boy. Holler at me, blackblueprints.com with a Z. Get some Black Blueprints apparel. We got some new shirts coming up. No, stick with us. I'm Jermaine Morris on Facebook, every other social media platform at J Morris CEO. And uh, this has been the Say Something Podcast with Mr. Barry Axius. Yeah, there. And until next show, well, I'll let you later. <laughs>